It's April 24th, 2019, and welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we've got Jake Ross. He's uh, joined us to tell us about an upcoming Cyber Hui event. And then uh, we have in the studio also Mark Lockridge, and uh, we also have... Uh, Doug Harper, and they're going to be telling us about the STEM conference that's coming up, uh, I guess, next week already. Of course, I'm happy to have Jake Ross back, and uh, he's from Cyber Hui, and uh, they do all kinds of cool things with uh, cybersecurity. And there's a special event coming up, I guess, to recognize some of the stop, top student performers in the Cyber Patriot competition. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Bert. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, give me a quick uh, update on, on what Cyber Hui does. So Cyber Hui, we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to inspire the next generation of cyber cybersecurity professionals, and our focus here is in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, some of the things that uh, you have been currently involved in, what, what, is, what is Cyber Hui, what, what, what's some of, what are some of the actual competitions that you guys get involved in? Yeah, we do. There, there's a couple of offshoot, offshoots that we do. Uh, we do Hacker High School. We have a summer mm-hmm. program in Mililani with that. We have um, Cyber Patriot has pretty much been the focus, and that's a middle school through high school cyber defense competition. Mm-hmm. That's an AFA uh, organization that funds it globally. So that's pretty big. It's 6,300 teams across the globe. So in Hawaii, how many teams participate in Cyber, uh, cyber Patriot? It's really ramped up this year. We have 116 teams across the state, so mm-hmm. that's, that's huge growth. I think there was like an 80 or 90 last year. When does this usually take place during the year? It starts in October. They just wrapped up the finals in uh, Maryland in April. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, unfortunately, nobody from Hawaii made it, but we've had some pretty strong teams. Haven't you had other teams in Cyber Patriot from Hawaii go to the finals? Lilihu has been a very strong right. team, uh, out of, um, and it's our GROTC team. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've competed well, but uh, a lot of the other uh, states have really stepped it up, so we just got to up our game some. So when you say other states have stepped it up, what have they done to increase the capacity for students to participate in these comp- uh, these uh, competitions? You see a lot of, um, like the LA Unified School District does mm-hmm. a really good job, and they bring a lot of the, uh, the education and industry people in there, and they spend two hours a day, like every day, kind of working that stuff, and the kids are really determined. I mean, this is like a sport for them. And the state competition for the teams that we're honoring this weekend, like this is like their state tournament. So it's pretty oh, so, important. So the, the private sector has really gotten involved to the degree where they're contributing to the advancement of the, the student experience? I think so. I think that's kind of the big difference here. So it's um, getting the, the private people in there, like the, they have the, the large uh, defense companies, contractors in, in L.A. or in San Antonio, and, and they really do uh, ch- chip in a lot for, for their community. Mm-hmm, so we're mm-hmm. kind of looking for some of that growth here. And where do you see that growth coming from? Is it going to be, the let's say, the, the DOD side of things? Is it going to be the, the feds like the NSAs or is it going to be the private sector like some of the commercial companies? Hopefully we can kind of sprinkle it around everywhere, right? I mean, the DOD is a big player. The National Science Foundation does a lot of grants and mm-hmm. there's a NSA does the cyber camps, the gen cyber camps as well this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, but I mean, if we will take anything, I mean, leading to internships, if a company has IT needs or cybersecurity needs, just putting out that call for interns would be a good help, would be a big help for us too. You know, we've had uh, Reynold Hiyoki on uh, several times and he's uh, spearheading a number of different cybersecurity programs for students. 
Is there an intersection between CyberHui and what he does? There is, right. And we work a lot together. Oftentimes, they're competing for the same resources, whether it be you know, money, but especially the students. So the students who do uh, SANS programs are mm-hmm, the ones who mm-hmm. want to do Cyber Patriot or Hacker High School. So we're competing for the same people. So we try and de-conflict our schedules as best as possible. But sometimes it's like summer is short. We try and work in all our camps at the same summer. It's, it's just hard. So where, where do the students, what's their pathway after they get involved with, uh, let's say, Cyber Patriot? They, they're in high school. What is their pathway and what do you encourage them to do to stay into, in, in this field? There's a, there's a few programs out there like cyberseek.org, and it, it actually has the pathways of the possible careers, and it tells you, like, today in the U.S., there are 300,000 unfilled cybersecurity positions. Mm-hmm. And, that I mean, that's one of the things you can look at. There's the Avenue of College, of course, and mm-hmm. uh, University of Hawaii West Oahu is a center of excellence for the NSA. Okay. We have a, our community college programs are awesome as well, KCC and HCC. And if college isn't your thing, there's a certificate, uh, certification-based um, programs like Certified Ethical Hacker or OSCP. It's kind of endless. So tell me about the event that's coming up over at the Sacred Hearts. All right. So we're fortunate that Sacred Hearts is letting us host it there again this year. This will be our uh, – it's the Hawaii Cyber Patriot Recognition Ceremony. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it's like the state tournament. So we're going to hand out trophies. We have uh, the NSA commander, Captain Mole. He's a, he's a really dynamic speaker, really good guy, and he loves to give back to the kids. So mm-hmm. he's going to you know share some of his knowledge with us. And uh, after that, it's about an hour or so of just food and refreshments and just kind of hanging out and networking. So when is this going to take place? It's going to be oh, – sorry, this Saturday at Sacred Hearts, uh, 9.30 a.m., the show starts at about 10, but if you can get there early, you can kind of talk start. Oh, so it's a morning kind of thing? It's morning, so. And uh, how long is it uh, going to last? And uh, Well, more importantly, what students are going to get recognized? So the middle school, the high school kids, mm-hmm. um, the service teams, there's different tiers, like platinum, gold. And so it's like state tournament. There's a D1, D2 kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. break them up. So everyone, I mean, about 20 trophies we're going to hand out. And uh, this is open to the public, right? Absolutely. It's open to the public. It's free. I mean, if you want to learn more about the program, you want to recognize, like, you know, your, your family, it's, it's you're encouraged to come out there and show support for them. And is this something that people have to sign up for or do they just sh- show up? We're on Eventbrite. We have the our events on there and that's where we're doing our registration. You can reach us through our Facebook page, uh, CyberHui. Uh, it's at CyberHui or uh, CyberHui.org. So where can people sign up on the Eventbrite? Where Event- can they go? Through Eventbrite, through CyberHui or they can check it out through um, our website, uh, CyberHui.org. Okay, very good. I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. Thanks, Jake, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. And, of course, we'll take a short break, and when we return, uh, we'll be joined by Doug Harper and Mark Lockridge. We're going to be talking about the STEM conference and some of the cool hackathons that they got going on over there. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to St. Andrew's Schools, which includes the Priory School for Girls, the Prep for Boys, and Queen Emma Preschool. I've been listening since I was four or five. I like to hear sound and storytelling, and I just like the very wide variety of stories that people write, ranging from remixes on classic fairy tales to modern-day storytelling about life. And I like to hear the different ways that people can read the same thing. Member-supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Now joining us uh, in the studio, we've got Doug Harper and Mark Lockridge. Doug is the executive director over at Malama Mauna Lua. And, of course, Mark is one of those uh, serial entrepreneurs. I've had him on for... uh, a couple of times, got a, a lot of great stories to tell. And of course, he's, uh, I guess, previously was a successful 
video game executive with a company called Foundation Nine. That's some of the back history, right? That's it. Yes, thank you. Of course, we will be talking about the the STEM conference. Both of these gentlemen are enabling the next generation of entrepreneurs. We want to welcome you to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Well, Mark, I'm going to start with you because I know you've got a, a fairly good history with the STEM conference, and and this is the annual STEM conference that uh, is, for the most part, um, managed and organized by the folks over at MEDB and STEMWorks. Uh, but the last uh, couple, three, four years maybe, it's been over at the convention center. So tell me a little bit about the STEM conference in general. Yes, so the STEM conference has been around for 10 years, and it's mm-hmm. grown steadily. And so this year, I think there's over a 1,000 students and teachers from all across the state who will be joining in. And there are also folks from industry like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in terms of uh, some of the, uh, let's say, industry representatives, I mean, who might be showing up at at the you know at the STEM conference, well, there's a lot of local companies as well as national ones. So, for example, a local uh, company that's going to be there is Hawaii Pacific Health, mm-hmm. and then National Geographic is bringing some of their explorers and other folks. And how do the students get to interact with with them? Oh, there's all sorts of venues, but one interesting one is the five by five sessions where the students can interact with these business leaders and uh, network with them. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. So this is a, like a, a two day event, right? Two days, May 1 and May 2. Now, is uh, are the schools that are going to this, I mean, they are already participants in the STEM Works program. Yes. Well, there are schools that are already involved with STEM Works, but the conference is open to all schools. So mm-hmm. middle school students and high school students from public schools, private, and charters. So as a, as a uh, you know, independent uh Mark, how did you get involved with this uh, STEM conference? Well, I have to thank you, Bert, <laughs> for that. So last year I had the honor and privilege to uh, play a part in one of the hacks that you put together, uh, Hack for EDU. Right. And it was so much fun that we decided to come back in force. So we're going to be doing three hacks uh, this year. But uh, what I love about this conference is it's so hands-on. So the students have a chance to tackle a real-world problem that's brought by local businesses, nonprofits, and then they use their creativity and innovation to come up with solutions. And mm-hmm. so this happens in software like we did together, but also a- in other forms. Which well, you know, and that's why I, that's a good segue to bring Doug into the conversation because, Doug, last year you were involved. Malama Maunalua was involved with the Hack for EDU and maybe tell us a little bit about what you pitched as a challenge to the students. Yeah, and so last year we had we were looking at trying to update our website for a couple of issues we have with trying to reach out to the public on uh, habitat restoration mm-hmm. issues we work mm-hmm. with. And so we wanted to throw it to the students to come up with what that would look like. What's an engaging way that the public might find interesting to help with these habitat restoration efforts that we're doing. And so they went in, did their hackathon or did the hackathon and came up with some really innovative and cool ways to kind of create that web page and interactive site for us to use. Now, uh, just a little um, step back, but uh, uh, Malama Manalua is all about Manalua Bay, right? Out in Hawaii Kai. Yes. And, yes. and the, um, <clears throat> well, the, 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 I mean, I, at least back then, I don't know if it's uh, improved, but there were like alien algae, al- alien uh, seaweed that was kind of overtaking the bay. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. then, so your nonprofit is really helping to restore the bay. Exactly. A, a huge focus. We do a lot of different things. Our, our main mission is to restore the health of Mauna Loa Bay. Mm-hmm. 
And there's been a number of threats that have been identified. One of them, as you mentioned, is invasive alien algae. And so we have a large program, what we call our Hookie program, whereby people come out and volunteer and help us remove the algae. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, which this particular one, the hackathon was around, was where people will adopt their own 10 meter by 10 meter plots in the bay. And through that, they can come down at any time and we'll scientifically monitor it and monitor the, the progress they're doing. Since we started in 2006, we've had 3.5 million pounds of invasive alien algae removed. Wow. So uh, in, in last year's uh, Hack for EDU, you, you pitched the, uh, the challenge about the website. Is your pitch going to be a little different for, for uh, this upcoming hackathon? It is. We are uh, looking at coral restoration this time. And so there's going to be a big effort in the coming years for coral restoration. We're able to reach out to the Division of Aquatic Resources and some of the coral growing that they're doing. And so a really cool idea, cool project for the kids is these. the Division of Aquatic Resources has this amazing coral nursery that they have where they grow coral to be able to plant into the ocean. Mm -hmm. And there's a particular um, species of coral that they've had some difficulty coming up with what that structure looks like to put the coral on. And so the students this year will be trying to figure out what that structure looks like that then DAR, the Division of Aquatic Resources, can potentially utilize to grow the coral. And this structure that you're referring to is kind of a foundational structure that you could actually place a, a, uh, a polyp yes. of coral yes. and then place it into the ocean and enable that to grow and monitor what shape might be best suited for that particular coral polyp? Exactly. They have tanks at uh, out in Sand Island, actually, where they grow these and kind of nurse them up into a sizable um, you know, coral colony that they can then transplant into the ocean to help restore areas that have degraded for whatever reason. So yours uh, is a specific uh, hackathon for at the STEM conference. It's called the Coral Hack, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that is correct, yes. And and so, Mark, uh, you are also involved with not only bringing Doug uh, to the table with Coral Hack, but there's a, a couple other hackathons that you're also managing at the STEM conference. Yes, uh, we have two other ones, and they all relate to the Polynesian Voyaging Society. So one of the other hacks is for a voyaging song challenge, and Henry Capono has kindly offered to help coach the students and pose the challenge. We're going to have uh, Nainoa Thompson, president of the Polynesian Voyaging Society, giving the keynote address for the conference. And then for the he'll, entire conference. For the entire conference. Yeah, in front of the thousand kids, right? In front yeah, of the okay, thousand. Okay. And then he'll come down to our songwriters and share with them what themes he would love to see show up in their lyrics and melodies. And he'll also visit the coral hack. And then we have a third hack, and it's a mystery native species. Uh, very cute. But it was one that ancient voyagers would use to understand where fishing is good, and also it was a sign of land. But this uh, native species is under threat, and we're challenging students to create an app that helps engage more people from the community to track what's going on with the species. Okay, so uh, the Polynesian Voyaging Society, the song competition, that's going to uh, basically, as Doug is going to, you know, he's pitching the choral hack, but then is, who's going to be pitching for the song hack? In terms, so Henry Capono is going to 
be there with his guitar and he's going to share with students how he approaches songwriting. So mm-hmm. he'll help guide them. We also have a, a music teacher, James Anschutz from Punahou School, and some other judges. And so they will circulate around and and give the students some guidance in their creative efforts. We also have Manama Oli, and you probably like the rest of us have seen their wonderful mm-hmm. YouTube music mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing their Airstream trailer for uh, the students, and not just the ones in our hack, but all the participants at the conference that go down. It's going to be parked in front of the conference and you can sign up and have a tour of their mobile studio which is solar powered so you've been busy bringing all these people to the table i mean were you the one that sort of introduced the idea of uh the song hack and brought all the people that are you that you're now referring to well it's kind of you to say something like that but the way i would put it is when you show up at this conference you just get so jazzed by the students creativity you light up over what they're doing, and then you want to reach out to other friends and folks like Doug and say, guys, you've got to come down and be a part of this. It's wonderful to see how these students can really invent a better future for themselves and the rest of us with well, the challenges it, we pose. So, Doug, in your case, uh, you know, in terms of the students getting involved, are they going to be trying to uh, maybe come up with the right 3D model for that particular base for the for the coral polyp? And, and what technical skills will they bring to the table or need to have in order to do that? Yeah, it's so they will be coming, we'll be doing the 3D design and we'll start by giving them a little bit of the scientific background of the species so they can understand what some of the criteria are and maybe a little bit on what's been tried and what hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And so then they basically engineer the design and I'd actually kick it back to Mark because I believe he's worked with a lab that's going to do some of the printing for that design. So is the is a student that is coming to let's say the the Coral Hack what kinds of background do they need to participate in in this challenge? Mark well, if you have it, some experience with uh, 3D design software, that's great, but we don't expect it. We're going to have an expert there who can step students through on how to work with a 3D program. So the challenge will be to design a 3D structure, and then the winning team will have the opportunity to work in the Me Lab at UH Manoa. Mm-hmm. That, that faculty has kindly offered the facility for the summer, and they will be working with the scientists to to go through different prototypes that they 3D print. Now, I do want to talk about uh, uh, several things, including the song hack as well as the citizen science hack. And I do want to ask you a little bit about the uh, the kind of support uh, workshop that you incorporated into last year's hackathon. I want to see if that's going to still be uh, in play for, for this year. But that's just a teaser because I want you to hold that thought. (laughs) And we'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with both Doug Harper and Mark Lockridge about the STEM conference and, of course, the hackathons that they're involved in. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor locations. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Doug Harper and Mark Lockridge about the upcoming STEM conference. Right before the break, we were kind of getting into some detail about the 
different hackathons that they're involved in. And there's actually, I mean, Mark, you were involved with one last year, the one that I was involved in, Hack for EDU, but now you're involved with three. We just got done talking a little bit about what goes on with the uh, Coral Hack. But quickly, I mean, tell us a little bit about the, okay, so the Song Hack. What is, it's not, is it going to be, uh, what kind of, is there going to be programming requirements? Are there going to be, is it pretty much just being able to help build or, or write a song? I mean, what, what kind of skill needs to ha- have, what the students need to have if they're going to come to that hackathon? First and foremost, creativity. So we welcome all middle and high school students to join in. And the themes that we want them to tackle are all about bringing together the nations around the Pacific Mm -hmm. to raise awareness of the oceans. And so Nainoa will speak in detail to the, the sort of ways that he'd like to encourage that. So we're looking for a song that brings folks together in this, also in the spirit of Manama Oli, and there, there are YouTube videos of Manamele. And another example would be like the sort of the we are the world feeling. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're hoping to find that spark. Wow, that's, uh, I, 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 I love the idea of the, this, the creativity. I mean, it's almost like you're not limited by any particular form or format. Yes, but there are plenty of professionals there to help the students with their ideas. So whatever your spark, we can help further your lyrics or your melody. And when you present, finally, it, you, you can perform live. You can pre-record in the uh, Airstream trailer studio, or you can just speak to what it is that you're hoping to achieve. Now, in the Citizen Science uh, Hackathon, that's with Ilani School and I- Yvonne Chan is involved with that. What is the challenge in that particular hackathon? Well, as I mentioned before, there's a, a very cute native species that needs our help. And so we're looking to the students to create the the prototype, the ideas for an app that can raise awareness and engage all of us so that when you're what, walking... What, what cute little species is this? Well, I guess I can uh, reveal it's the Manuoku or the fairy tern. And it, oh, it's a beautiful okay. white bird. And it has a little bit of the misfortune of having only a range in Honolulu City. So it is the, the official bird of Honolulu. But there are threats and we need to learn more about it. And we, and we need people to be excited about this species and in helping to protect it. So oh, that's great. there might be uh, a team of students who come up with, I don't know, something like a Pokemon Go, but where when you spot like a new nest site, you, you're the first one to, to mention it and it gets uploaded and other people can then join in. And I don't know. It, I, it, I love the fairy terns and they are very inquisitive birds. And if you spend enough time with them, uh, they will actually look at you and kind of figure out whether you're, you know, Good or bad, <laughs> I love it. So, uh, you know, and I always thought that Iolani might be more involved with uh, water sensing and Alawai Canal and all that, but the fairy turns, great. Now, Doug, you have been involved with the um, hackathon for Hack for EDU last year, and there was a, there were student teams that were came out of that 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 contributed to some of the uh, efforts that you wanted to, you know, uh, let's say improve the website. So you've continued to work with them. Yeah, so all the students there, you know, the different teams give you so many different ideas that we wouldn't have been able to come up with on Mm -hmm, our own. mm -hmm. But then one uh, group in particular from the Hawaii Technology Academy Academy, uh uh, reached out to us and wanted to continue working with us. And we, of course, welcomed it because, you know, with limited resources, it's great to have anyone helping. Plus, it's a way to build up, you know, their skills and everything. And so since that time... We've been working with them and trying to develop out their their idea a little bit more. And so we've been we've gone out and talked to them. And this semester they are going to be or are working on 
building out that component of the website. So in terms of, I mean, you've personally helped to mentor the team along the way, which is great because one of the challenges always with these hackathons is what happens after the hackathon. And with the Coral hack that's coming up, do you envision also staying involved with them to help further, or, or is this uh, something that the, the, the folks over at the, the Department of Land and Natural Resources are going to get involved in? How, how does that continue on? I think it'll be a combination. We will, you know, Mama Monolua and myself will definitely continue to be involved. We're doing a lot of coral restoration in Monolua Bay. Mm -hmm. So seeing what develops with that, we're certainly going to want to have a hand in and and see the progress. But obviously, DAR are the experts on this, and so they're going to want to stay involved. And that's the Department of Aquatic Resources. Yeah, sorry. The Division of Aquatic Resources has the experts, has the scientists, and so they're obviously going to continue to monitor and help where they can. Well, that's great that you have the interest in continuing on because I think that's where the real – I mean, a lot of innovation and a lot of creativity might happen at the STEM conference, but to develop – is what happens after the STEM conference. And, and Mark, you know, you've got a couple. You've got the, you know, you've got the uh, song contest. You've got the citizen science. How do you see that being sustained after the event? Well, I have to back up to last year mm-hmm. doing the Hack for EDU with you. And as Doug said, there was such great work coming out of it that he wanted to engage them beyond. And so uh, working with Steve Sue from mm-hmm. the BizGenics Foundation, mm-hmm. we've always our goal has always been to bring that entrepreneurial mindset to the hands-on projects that students do. And so what, when we saw that sort of organic excitement rolling into the summer, we thought, okay, it's time to expand. So we're doing the three hacks. And we've got various companies involved who are helping to sponsor the further work of winning teams in the summer. So I want to mention there's a a company, ProService, that is sponsoring the citizen science hack. And so through their generous sponsorship, we'll be able to continue in the summer. And they're a special company in that they handle HR and, and payroll for thousands of local firms. So what we're hoping to do with their leadership is to show how all kinds of companies can step up and help support students and teachers and schools in their neighborhoods and provide these wonderful opportunities in the summer where students who do the hacks in the spring get rewarded for their creativity, and can have a summer of doing this sort of creative STEM. And we're using the structure of the internship program from STEMworks to be able to scale it up all across the So islands. did you bring the uh, pro service folks to the table as a sponsor? Again, it's uh, there's a lot of volunteers. I did play a role, but I, I also want to thank all the other folks who have been part of this. That's great. That's great. And, and Mark, you've done uh, a great job not only getting involved but amplifying what could be done at the STEM conference. Now, last year you had several workshops within the hackathon that helped students to better present, better understand the sort of the business model, uh, and, and really look at the, the entrepreneurial business angle to whatever they created. Is that going to still continue in the hackathons that you guys are working on? Oh, definitely. Yes. We think it's really important for students to learn to think like entrepreneurs. So some of them may go on to become entrepreneurs. Some may work inside of larger companies where they can be the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But we all benefit from having that sort of mindset in a world of accelerating change. And so that's our goal. So yes, part of the judging criteria is how well do you pitch? And have you identified your customer? Do you have a differentiated solution? And how do you measure the impacts? So that's great. I mean, so in terms of, uh, uh, you know, getting 
the students involved on a on a post you know hackathon uh, you will stay involved you will continue to help mentor some of these uh, these teams coming out of this yes oh that's kind of your your business so that's <laughs> that's great to hear where can people sign up for the STEM conference and your hackathons I encourage everyone to join in it's so much fun and the place to do it is at Hawaii stem conference.org very See you good there. I will put that up on our show notes for later on tonight Doug Harper is the executive director at uh, Malama Manalua and Mark Lockridge, serial entrepreneur, also enabling the next generation with the tools to, su- to succeed. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thanks, thanks a lot Bert. for having us. And thank you for listening to Bite Marsh Cafe. Join us next week when we will talk about Shaka Guide, starting local and growing global. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. I've no wish to worry